I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty to smile. Oh, he's trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. Why sound like Bane? Let's look on that. Look at all this is going to be awkward. Hey, this is Michael St. Michaels. The ultimate bullshit artist and the used to greasy strangler from one bad boy to another. You don't want to listen to this podcast. These guys are just total bullshit. Are we the Don't bullshit me. Exactly. Sometimes. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode you know, 648 of the Bad Boys Podcast. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, America. Life. Celebrating our independence here on the right. 4th of July. Record on, have, we, have we ever recorded on the 4th of July? Seems like a new... Dude, I was I was pretty surprised when when everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I kept saying, I'm like, yo, should we just do it Sunday? Because Tuesday's a holiday. And Harley was like, hey, should we just do it on Tuesday? I was like, what? All right, whatever. Right. So I was right. way confused. I was like, all right, whatever. Let's just record one of these days because I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, well, you know, we're here. Whatever. It's all good. We're okay. celebrating independence. Episode 648. Um, you know, Bill Pullman with the great, greatest speech in movie history. That speech from Independence Day. Come on. I mean, come on. You know, we won't go quietly into the night. <laughs> Man. So did you guys, did you guys have a good day? Yeah, no, it was good. We um, I didn't have to work, so we went and hung out at the uh, at the lake, and they, they did a uh, parade in Mount Shasta that we went to, and so yeah, nice. That was good. And do you go all decked out? Do you are you wearing red, white, and blue when you go out? No, no. Why not? No, no. I'm, I'm the least patriotic person you can imagine. You hate America? Is that what you're saying? I, I hate America. Dang, not one Pete, not one red, white, blue, nothing, huh? Oh well, I did have a I did have a, a t-shirt. Uh, one of my uh, motorcycle shirts is, has the American flag in the background, and it's a red shirt. So I usually wear that if I'm trying to be patriotic. But it's it's not particularly an American. It's not like a Fourth of July shirt with a big uh, Uncle. I was gonna say Uncle Tom, but uh, oh that's my God. Uncle Sam, Jesus. <laughs> Uncle uh, Uncle Sam costume on. Hat, no, we you know? no, we knew what he was saying, huh, Tony? We knew exactly <laughs> where he was going with that. Wow. So you did wear a red shirt with an American flag on it. Yeah, there's there is a small American. So you were being flag. patriotic without even knowing. It's a motorcycle helmet T-shirt. <laughs> you still got an American flag on it. Yeah. Well, there you go. But Tony, shout out to you becoming an uncle once again. <laughs> yep. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yep. So I wore blue and pink, so ah. I was almost patriotic. There yes, you exactly. Smart. You're like my the, my pink was red at one point, but now it's faded. But um. There was a gender reveal party, I guess, right? Yep. On the fourth, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Tony. Cool. Tony, tell Fonzo what you said to me about parents having to deal with this later in life. Yeah, we were having this conversation. Spoiler alert for my weekend. A uh, uh, mm-hmm. quick little conversation, sad conversation. Of uh, we were we were talking about how our generation didn't grow up with being gender revealed, 
So I'm really curious, like what the current generation, all these kids that have had gender reveals right before they're born, what if they find out that their parents, the, all their friends didn't want their gender? <laughs> like, like, oh, we all want like 90% of the people wanted boys and, and, uh, she's born a girl. Like, how is that girl going to feel if she finds out later that that was that, that everybody wanted a boy when she was born? Like the psychology of it. We don't know it. Our generation. Well, what if she identifies it. as a man later? Well, then, but, like, exactly. All of it. Like, yeah, exactly. That's my point. Like we haven't yeah. experienced it. It's like our generation. It didn't happen. So we don't, we don't know. And the, the kids. Gender reveals is kind of ridiculous in the first place. Right. Parties is just like, just tell us. Like, what do we have to make a big thing about it, right? People have said places on fire, the fire the fireworks going on. Oh my god, it's yeah. a big spectacle. It's like, come on, man, people save your money. Let's just just tell us, you know, <laughs> just send a mass text, and then we're like, good, you know. Just a, it's an excuse to party, control. an excuse to have fun. But I'm like, at who? At what expense? Like, are the kids right. going to suffer? I, I know, exactly, is yeah. the is the field that you blew up going to suffer? You know, that the catches yeah. fire. Well, customer like, was telling me early in the week. He's like, remember that big huge fire we had? It was like forty, miles, you know. So yep, many, like, yep. it was it was from a gender reveal party that went crazy, it went wrong, and yeah. uh, people lost their homes because of it. You know, it's like I hope it was worth it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. You know, it's it's just yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, no disrespect to your sister and her husband, but um, but it's everybody. It's everyone that just you know goes all nuts. You know. Well, yeah. that's what I was telling them. It's, it's 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 so common nowadays for people to do these gender reveal parties. I have no idea why it's right. so goddamn popular. I can't imagine. I've never in a million it's, it's years. A, like, but, like, why is Cinco de Mayo? Why is Cinco de Mayo popular? It's not right. even a big old. It's not even a big battle. Right. <laughs> yeah, know? I know. It's just an you know. excuse to party. That's all we do. That, and that's and that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, an excuse to party. People love to party. Yep. That's America, right? Puro pinche party. That's it. It's, you know, it's America, land of the brave, right? Home of the free. We're here to party. So, but shout out to all the men and, and uh, women out there. You know, who are who who who, uh, who are fighting, not fighting. You know, they serve, have served, right. veterans, everyone. Yeah. You know, my buddy Scott, he's an army vet, you know, always, always thank him for his service. Whenever state yeah, customer and they have, they have anything, anything displayed, flags, medals, anything. But before I leave, I thank him for the service. I just feel like they just need to hear that, you know, um, whether, you know, they, they're not happy with their spectrum bill or, you know, they're in it slow, but <laughs> at least, you know, if I thank him for service, that just kind of at least, you know, it always, it always makes them smile at the end. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just think it's, I, I think it's all right. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. We there's, yeah, I mean, ironically, since since uh, the Vietnam War, we've we've started to politicize conflicts and wars, and oftentimes there's a huge anti-war uh, uh, proportionate pop not proportionate but population that don't support, and then a lot of those people don't support the actual boots on the ground and that's unfortunate because right. even if you agree or disagree with the 20-year war in afghanistan the, right. the the poor kid the poor 18 year old who graduated high school and joined to get out of his small podunk town like mm -hmm. he ain't to blame right so fucking yeah. don't kick exactly his ass exactly no, exactly you know yeah. I mean, and your and the freedom that you have to to be an asshole is because of him you know protecting our country too right so it's some like, degree yeah, for yeah. sure. To so, some degree. I, I I mean, I don't want to make this political podcast, but I don't think it's necessary for our freedom right now. I And I tend to agree with Tony. I it's I think it's a, a common kind of this uh, um, 
this thing that like yeah we're free because we fought the, you're not born free uh actually yeah you kind of are born free yeah the like, people who fought for us fought for us a long time ago like they established right. <laughs> you know borders and and all the lines in the sand right. type thing but uh the modern modern civilians aren't constantly being protected by our military right. by mexicans and canadians yeah it's like it's it's kind of a, a a false like dichotomy that they've built right um i tend to agree yeah, yeah. there's this there's this book I, I was reading a the sovereign citizen i think it was something like that but it talks oh. about how that's that's what governments do they they tell you oh there's a bunch of bar- scary things out there we have this military. We're only gonna protect we can you. protect you. Yeah, we're gonna protect you. Don't worry about it. Trust me. Pay your taxes, <laughs> like, motherfucker. Pay your taxes. Exactly. It's like, and and I'm not. It's not on. It's not on the people. Like you said, th- that poor right. kid is getting sent out there uh, to fight. It's not on him. It's the people in charge. You know, like. And he's certainly ones. fighting for freedom. Yeah, he's certainly <laughs> fighting for freedom. freedom. Exactly. And thank for that. Thank you for doing it. But fuck yeah. the superiors that are making you do that because that sucks. You know, right. the kids. They're sending kids out there. That's, that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like why you know. That's that's why. Yeah, yeah. Tony, you sound like a goddamn commie. Yeah, that's what that's what no, my don't get me uh, started. <laughs> my that's what my uh, banger of the week is uh, is from a Team America World Police America. Fuck yeah. Hey. That's that's my banger. If you guys have heard that song, you heard in a while. You got to give it a listen. It's a perfect song for right now. It's just it's a fucking banger, man. Eighties montage fucking riff, dude. It's it's the greatest. And then the what it shows you clips from the movie. Fucking hilarious. God, I hated that movie. Durka Durka. Durka Durkistan. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Suck on my balls. <laughs> ah, awful movie. So fucking. It's, it's funny because it's so silly. It's such a parody, oh. making fun of the fucking Mertens. But oh. dude, with the chorus when it kicks in, it's all McDonald's, yeah, Walmart, fuck yeah. It's like starts naming up all these things in the movie. Oh, dude, it's fucking funny as hell. Uh, you driving back home from a long trip from a convention and you play that shit loud in your car, it's it's going to get your heart going. It's going to get you on home wake, on time. Wake you up. Bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. America. <laughs> um, fuck yeah. The way he sings it, too, you know, he's like holding his breath. He's got this, like, he just seems like this kind of badass dude with, like, American bandana, big old Oakleys and shit. <laughs> oh, man. It was cool. It was like the Kyoto Brothers that worked on Killer Clowns from Outer Space worked on the movie. Oh, it's, it's really oh, that's cool. right. I remember hearing reading yeah. that. So when we saw them at a convention once, we were reading, uh, they had a bunch of their like stills. And one of them was, uh, one of the scenes of the puppets having the sex scene in this like crazy position. <laughs> when me and my oh, buddy saw it, my buddy Scott lost it. So then we had our friend come over and, uh, we, uh, and it was his, um, it was his fiance's sister. We're like, Hey, check this out. Look, look what they worked on. And she's like flipping. Oh, this is really cool. And then she gets to that picture. goes, Oh my, and closes it really quick. <laughs> we fucking lost it. She was not ready for that. She was not ready for that. Oh, dude. You remember this scene too? He's like, power driver. He's doing all these fucking crazy sexual acts. Oh my God. It was fucking funny though. Oh, so that's my bang of the week. What you guys got? <laughs> I got nothing. That's, oh. that's, 
I'll pick that one too. Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because the chorus, right? What did he say? You know, lick on my lick on my dick and suck on my ball. But though, he's singing in the chorus though. That shit's fucking childish, but it's right. so fucking funny to me. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> what about you, Tony? What are you jamming? Uh, nothing new, really. Um, okay. Just same old rotation. Gotcha. I did. I, th- I feel like I heard something that I was like, "Hey, this is something." I liked it, and I was like, "You know what? I think the boys would like this." But I don't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> it was it's probably was Katy like, Perry fireworks. You know, it's very you know, <laughs> it's for the time right now. You know, bye uh, bye, Miss American Pie. Right, that's another good one. Right? Uh, doesn't Bruce Springsteen have a song about USA, Harley? Born in the USA, I was born in the USA. Good thing he has a good mic too. Did you hear that? And I think he's just, he's just yeah, he got a lovely voice. How how monotone <laughs> is that? How he yeah. sounds. I think every Bruce Springsteen song was about the USA, right? About the USA. <laughs> <laughs> Why like, not? The right? USA Part yeah. One. Right. The USA. I think it's an American flag on his album cover, right? He's wearing like white shirt and jeans. It's right. on Americana, bro. It's yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So there you go. I was watching a little bit of Jaws this morning because it's 4th of July. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had to watch that. But before that, I'll get a little extra. I didn't finish that. I didn't put it on there because there was one episode left. But I was watching the documentary on American Gladiators, Muscles oh, and yeah. Mayhem. I saw that show yeah. up. How That was entertaining? It was very entertaining, especially if you like this show. Yes. And all the shit that went down. Oh, I loved that show when I was a kid. Oh, dude. Yeah. You got, yeah. They talked about the production, how it got made. The fucking debauchery, the dudes, what you know, what they're going through, and uh, yeah, it's fascinating. Look, ah, it's just a, a nice trip back to the '90s. You know, they show the commercials, of, uh, the merchandise, right. and, and uh, you you see Dude, the like, oh, I, I remember that guy. I remember her. You know, it's like it's you really know what cool. I loved. Some you know, my favorite event was on. Oh, that I know. I, I can already tell you, it's the, the one with the, the it's the one with the guns. What? Yep, the tennis ball I, shooters. Yep, I knew it. I knew it. I knew that was going to be your favorite. Dude, that was so cool. That guy's got like... Remember the first one, though? The first season, it was terrible. It had like a couple barrels. One was like a tree you had to hide behind. It It wasn't until later. Oh, you remember? Okay, the first season, yeah, the trip, there was a bunch of like... uh, It was the design... Production design wasn't the best. But I always remember... Uh, I always loved the rocket launcher one because I feel like it was not as accurate, but if you held it just right, it had that cool shield in the front of it. So you can oh, position that's right. yourself. The player running yes. the thing can, would have to go from one one gun to a different to gun. Remember? To to yeah. They also had that one. Above. They also had that one big cannon where you would push it and shoot that one big ball. And if you had it aimed just right, right. you would hit the target every time. Uh, but there was a cool rocket right. launcher one that had the little face shield. And if you hit behind the barricade just right, it, it was just so it would just be that you everything you shoot would just the, and just the, like the nozzle, whatever the gun barrel, and just shoot that rocket right into the thing. It was cool, man. I like that. They had Jaws, remember Jaws? And then they had a big, uh, like the big mouse cage, the, like right. the big cage ball you had to run through, and you had to land on that, like, it was called Atmosphere, I think. You had to land on that part of the floor, and then it would shoot smoke up if your if your metal ball was inside it. It was like, you know, like those gerbils, they run those balls? It was like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Remember that one? Yeah, they had that, and then, uh, and then what else they had? Remember they the Jaws thing? Yeah, Jaws. And they had Powerball. Remember that one? We had to run up and try to put the ball inside the little like like a tube thing, whatever. And you got you got fucking tackled like a motherfucker if you didn't oh, move fast enough. Right. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that one. And right, there was right. human, there was human cannonball where you swing and try to knock them off their their uh, pedestal. Oh right, yeah, they use the shit? same yeah. jousting pedestal. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, you just swung. Yeah, you swing and knock, try to knock them out. And then, uh, yeah, they had a bunch of them, you know. And it'll, it'll come back to you. You know, you watch it, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. yeah, dude, it's cool. Muscle of the Mayhem. It's only five episodes. It was cool. And then I watched like two episodes of Arnold's documentary, which I was digging that. Um, so that was pretty cool. What's his uh, talk sort of, about? Bodybuilding and acting? Yeah, pretty yeah. much how he came up. The second one's all about acting. That's the one I like the most. I wanted to know more about. But the first one was, um, yeah, just about him growing up, you know, and, and bodybuilding. And uh, his, right. his mom thought something was wrong with him because he had pictures of uh, big muscle dudes on his wall and not chicks. Not <laughs> <laughs> chicks, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that one was cool. Um, i trying to think. Oh, I finished The Bear. That was awesome. Oh, I watched the first episode. But okay. I haven't finished yeah. it, that's for sure. Yeah, first six were you like, yeah, that's okay. Decent. Oh, hell yeah, dude. First six were, okay, the, the last two, oof. episode six, man, that was awesome. Yeah, they finished it, finished it strong, I, I dug it, so finished the bear, and then, what else? I think that's it. Camera videos. Yeah, I didn't put on there, I should have put the bear on it, I forgot. Oh, you know, I tried to, I couldn't find it on the thing on IMDb. There's a oh, bunch shit. of other bears would come up. So mm. I just, I was like, oh, I right, I don't have uh, shows on. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, okay, yep, that makes sense. Okay, I finished what Silo. About you guys? I finished finished Silo. Silo, oh. the, the show on Apple TV. I watched. I watched oh, yeah, the yeah. first okay. like three or four episodes and had a hard time. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. The ending, it always, it's always about the ending, and um, you know they, they they set it up for a season two, but it does wrap up enough. To I to where I wasn't pissed off that it ended and I didn't get a full story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like okay, I got enough of a story, but goddamn, I want more of a story. So yeah. that's probably a good sign. Um, it it was well paced to where I didn't like I wasn't excited about oh I gotta watch the next episode. So it's, it it feels like it it wasn't as good as it actually is. Um, it was solid. Uh, I think it's a solid dollar for a show. Oh, right on. Wow, cool. Right on, right on. I'm trying to think of anything else. Did we even enter? Do we have the intro? Yeah. I feel like we didn't have the intro. We had it. Are you sure? Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Carney's right. Wait, wait, wait. Are you I saying? I don't think we did it because I don't remember introducing our You're right. Hang on. The intro. The right. Oh, oh, not the music you mean. Right. Like our intro. Like, as in, I'm, I'm your boy Fonz. <laughs> so I was going to say the yeah, outro. The All outro. Right. All right. Peace. Yeah, We're done. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that so, intro. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. you're right. What the hell? Yeah, what's going right. on here? My bad. You're right. Bruh, I did the we... greasy strangler drop, but you. Yeah, it's right, and they started talking about that. But yeah, episode six forty eight. I'm your host, Fonzo, <laughs> aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, and I'm Tony, aka MCP. There it is. What's going on? Yeah, don't worry. Tony can just play ten in the beginning. So nobody <laughs> I just like sorry. It's just like Ooh, no, I'm you're right. Yeah, like, wait a second. Like, who are we? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, good point. No, that's funny. Ooh, I, I got to push this button. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is nice. That's that is Harley? That's the nope. Purge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not. The Purge is coming. It's, it's not. not? Oh, no. it's not the Purge. It's not the Purge. Oh, what it's, is it? It's the Prowler. Wait, get, oh, wait, is it Prowler? Yes. It is a Prowler. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sound that is, Tony? No. Is it the purge? It's an elephant. It's an elephant. They use an elephant to make that sound? Oh. What? That's yeah. cool. No. He's no, bullshit. He's like just it. bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit me. Miguel O'Hara's Spider Man? Yeah. 
That's it. That's not what I love that. I watched that, an interview with Danny Phantom. Oh, dang, that's long. Calm down. Yeah. I think that's when he first came out, they played that song. Right, right, right. I'm loving that there's more Spider-Man of the Sounders showing up on this thing. That's yeah, cool. that's awesome. More the merrier. Fuck yeah. Dude, you know what I watched earlier today? Fonzo, you'll like this. And I think Art I think Art watches wrestling too. Is that right? I know yeah. D does. Was Art? I saw a, a, a YouTube video of uh, Foley and The Undertaker. Undertaker? How about the hell watching hell in the cell yeah commenting over it it was fun i that enjoyed cool? that just listen yeah just listening to them old bastards dude. talk about oh dude i love when he picked up on him too and he's like oh i'm getting this i'm getting the, what do you say i'm getting the jump on him he's like ain't no way he's getting oh, right. that before i get over <laughs> for right all right oh yeah it's a good time dude just them watching like you're like, they're like just can't believe we're still here walking you know just like dude dude Tony, you know what i saw that match at your house dude what? At your ocean, at your oh, uh, wow. Vista house, yeah. In 97 yeah, you had that black, or 96? You had that black box. Yeah. Oh, the Tony black had box. The, Tony had the black box. So Hell in Cell was on. So I was sitting there watching it. You were outside. Awesome. You were doing some shit. I don't know. I don't think you wanted to watch it. But I didn't care. I was sitting there thinking, holy shit, this motherfucker just died. I was like, this motherfucker just died. <laughs> just, I couldn't believe it. God is my soul. He's broken oh, in half. <laughs> oh, dude, Jim Ross sold the shit of it. Dude, God is t- my Tony, witness. Mick Foley's tooth was in his nose, yo. What? Like, Literally. Was, oh, Dude, oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah, just watch the clip. The just look up like, after he just, got thrown just, off. Like, like how Taker McFoley held in the cell. Just watch this. Yeah, exactly. Shit, it's fucking insane. And then memory kept coming back, and he threw, and then he threw the thumbtacks and shit. Memory, <laughs> kept, dude, he was fucking. Remember, remember, remember Jim Ross is all mad. He's like, what the hell? What the hell is he doing out here? What the hell's wrong with him? You know, I love how Terry, Terry Funk comes in and. Terry Funk gets choke slammed, dude. Oh, he got <laughs> choke slammed. Bro, you see how he looks now? Oh, my God. Don't oh, is he still alive? But yeah, this looks oh, like. Oh, dude, I just shit. saw that Foley's going to do a signing warmed over. at the store called Wrestling Guy Store on October 8th. I might, I might go, dude. I'd love to meet Mick Foley once, dude. That would be cool. I remember reading his book. You, you had it. I did. I yeah, yeah. I had. I, yeah. I read his book. I think the first, I had two first, of them, I think I first read. actual book I read. Yeah, he, he wrote a couple of them, right? I think so. Yeah, was, I read his yeah, but, and Kurt Angle's books. Which I remember was you read so Kurt weird, Angle's. Yeah. Like, I know. I wasn't. I didn't consider myself an <laughs> avid reader, but I kind of did do. Yeah, seriously, same. But I, I, I couldn't like, put down the Foley book. I, I it's like pre-internet because, like, you're reading all this stuff from behind the scenes. You couldn't get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Did Tony see the scene yet? The clip. Uh, there's this two-minute clip, and he just throws the guy off the top of the cage. Is that? Yep. The- yep. That's it. That's like the it real nothing. deal. And then, literally, two minutes later, he gets up and climbs up, up the cage up. again. He climbs it, and then throws and him then down gets... the fucking fence, and then lands on this ring, and lands on the ring all awkward and shit. Whoa. Yeah, but then at he one gets point, up from that, but Harley, Harley, but at what? Where did his tooth go through his nose? Was it when he fell off? That was cage? on the fall. Yeah, I think that fell. That off one, right? Yeah, because I thought he had a big booger in his nose, and they even mentioned that in the video. That's what. That's what the Undertaker was saying. He was like, I thought it was yeah. distracting because I thought it was this giant booger. Yeah. Yeah. And Foley's like, my best, my biggest moment here. And I feel like I got the biggest booger coming out of my nose. You look at it like, and then he pulls, too. and then he literally, for the video, he pulls out his fucking fake dentures to show him missing the teeth. It's fucking Yeah. For crazy. your wrestling fans, for the wrestling and fans when out think, there. Yeah. Check Even when you're not a wrestling video. fan, just watch this. Shit, yeah. Right. But what's funny is like, when you, um, when he was, when he thought he was done, he brings out thumbtacks and you're like, what the fuck? That crazy. Well, that was Nobody something he had done in when he was wrestling in Japan. Yeah, he said it wasn't seen in North American TV before. So yeah, that's what he said. 
I, I, I just remember hearing, I remember reading about him wrestling that hardcore, like, oh, the, 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 the rope for a place with barbed wire. Right, right. They had the explosive death match. Remember where, like, the sh- there was, like, pyro, like, shit? And he slammed <laughs> on the ground right. while his explosions go off. Dude, it was just fucking, like, nuts. yeah, the nut. He fully lost his, half his ear, Tony, like, on the ropes. Oh, he was stuck on the ropes, and the ropes burned off his ear, right? Something like that, really, right? Then it's like, uh, it's, it's so on the long, ropes. obviously. Yeah, it sounds about right. He he took an ass beating. I mean, he was like yeah. his career in Japan was really yeah. Uh, his, his special for pain was uh, what sold right. him. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I, he'd always get a bad rap. Like, look at wrestler. He just gets he's just like a glorified. He just gets his he ass kicked. Yeah, but man, he's, he's coming back though. You know, he was do love. He was he was uh, he was cactus Jack. You know, <laughs> played many personas. But yeah, that was a cool video. I like those when they do hey, that. Mankind commentary. Yeah. Mankind, yeah. Yeah, is he is he he's mankind in the hell? In that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had a good point too when he took his mask off. He's like he he wasn't a character anymore. He was he was he was Mick Foley, you know. Right. When he took his mask off, he was like, "Oh shit, motherfuckers really hurt," you know. Right. And Cactus Jack was, I think, the WCW days, wasn't it? Yeah, or ECW. Yeah. Bang bang. Bang bang. Yeah, me and my dad just oh, shit. He threw him through the chain link on yes. the ring. Damn. Well, that's the other, yeah, that's the other scary part, dude. When they're walking, they're going ping, 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 like the pins were breaking off. Right. So remember, oh. Tony, remember, Hardy, there was that part where he goes, I was about to suplex him. And he's like, and he's like, he put an end to that shit real quick. Nope. And he was like, ain't no way you fucking flipping me over. Well, and it's what's interesting is it shows the inside, or the, it shows the fact that. It was very impromptu. It was very freestyle. I mean, he knew yeah. to throw him off. He knew that he was going to choke slam him in hope that it would rip through. Right. But he said, he goes, but, I didn't but, know yeah. if it was going to take three or four choke slams. Oh, right. So the fact right. that it happened on the first one was a yep. huge surprise. Mm-hmm. You see how he lands you, Tony? Christ. It's all awkward and shit. Like, like sideways, like on his hip and stuff. Right. Yeah, Tony's all that fucking fascinated. That motherfucker's watching it. I'm just looking for the damn booger tooth. <laughs> what? Where, where's the booger tooth? I just want to see. Oh, you don't see it? There's a scene where he's like, he's in the corner of like the turnbuckle. The and they, they zoom in on it. Yeah. You can see it. You can probably find a picture of it. You can't see it. Yeah, it's one of those big. And I think he claimed that it went through his lip. Yeah, because oh, he had damn. a hole in his lip. You see it now? Nah. Not worth it. Fuck okay. it. Yeah. Just take our word for it. We, we wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no joke. Yeah, it was the real deal. It fucking his teeth knocked out, (laughs) and then the tax—they were real. (laughs) And he got fucking. Listen, the Spanish announcer didn't know he was going to land on his table. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow, interesting. Because when you see him fall, he the announcer's like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" He's and he's like falling back on his chair. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine like? Two hundred fifty pound body like flying through the air at you like that. Seriously, dude, that that could hurt the person he land on. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck America, jumping off the hell cell, America. (laughs) Imagine his forehead hitting your nose, (laughs) like straight busted, broken. Yeah, fuck. Anyways, that was that was my. My review That's of Hell in a Cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even the main event, was it? I don't know. I don't. Re- I just saw. I, I I don't remember seeing it live. 
I, I might. No, if, if I didn't watch it with you, then I didn't. Because there was that period where we were all watching it religiously and we'd kick down oh, yeah. and we'd, we'd get yeah, the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah, good days. We'd all kick watch down like 10 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Till Donaldo would always fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> Every goddamn time, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking two tacos for a dollar, ultimate cheeseburger. Yep. Yep. Good old days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but real quick, man, before we get going, um, uh, sad news, unfortunately, but we lost Alan Arkin. Um, uh, 89. Away. 89. Had a good run. Died on June 29th. Yeah. Um, great fucking act. Every time I, he came, I just loved him. I loved him in Little Miss Sunshine as a grandpa. Yeah. So good. Um, and then um, Edward Scissorhands, dead. I just always loved him. Right. You know, um, Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross, remember? Um, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, just uh, just he was just he was in a lot of a uh, lot of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, he was actually he came out. He was just you know what I mean. You knew uh, you knew a good, good performance out of him. Yeah. Well, I think for a lot of a lot of the audiences out there, everybody would recognize him, but they couldn't say from what. You know, he was one of those what do they call character actors or whatever. You know, right. they, they got range. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's that guy. He's in the. He was in the. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But 89, 89, man, a good run. Yeah. Oh, shit. So rest in peace, Alan Arkin. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that scene where he's getting uh, Edward Scissorhands all drunk. <laughs> Went on the ride. Oh, show right. For the first time. Yeah. She's like, hi. Oh, he just passes out. <laughs> and he's just sitting there taking a drink. He don't even care. And then every time on Christmas, I can never, I, I always do it. And he's like, remember he's stapling that fake snow on the, on the roof? On, on, the, on right. the house? He just rolls down the snow. He's like, staples it. It looks so cool. He's like, it's Christmas time in the morning. He's just singing that song, and I always fucking sing that yes. song at Christmas. No matter I'm decorating, I just, oh, just love that scene. You know, him and Diane, Diane Weiss, I just love them as parents. And there's that scene where he's talking to him about, uh, uh, you know, you can't, you can't pay the bills with cookies, you know, because they're paying Edward with cookies, you know, instead of actually paying them with money mm-hmm. for trim out the bushes. He's like, you can't pay, you know, your bills with cookies. And looks over at that thing, like, oh, isn't that right, Jim? He's like, oh, that's right, sir, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so serious, that pet. Uh, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, he talks about being a successful business. Like, I, I don't know personally, but I hear <laughs> he's just so, he's just so good as that dad, man. Was Scissor Hands uh, the next movie that Tim Burton did after Batman? Because I feel I like Edward Scissor Hands was like early nineties, like ninety ninety one. And I'm well, trying Batman to think, eighty nine, like, right? So I think it was eighty seven. Edward Scissor Hands is nineteen ninety. Okay, and one's it, Batman. Yeah. Well, here it is too. Well, the, the the poster on IMDb actually says the director of Batman and Beetlejuice invites you to meet the newest creation. So yeah. Yeah. So it was. So Beetlejuice was before Beetlejuice Batman was his first well? movie. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice was his first movie. That was his. Yeah. Correct. No, bro. Pee Wee's Big Adventure is his first movie. Oh, you're right. Good call. My bad. But he that he that's why everybody was like, wait, you want to hire the guy that played Beetlejuice to be Batman? And he's like, right. Nope. Yes, and that's it, right. It, it, yes. it blew everybody's mind. Right. Right. And of course, he was still a comedic actor at that point. He had a bunch of shorts, I think, when he was working with Disney. <laughs> he even had a little short called Frank and Weenie in 1984. Dude, I do shit. remember that one, he, too. He, he made a whole movie adventure. called Frank and Weenie, didn't he? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 1985 was Pee Big Adventure. And then he did a couple of TV episodes. And yeah, Beetlejuice was 1988, and Batman was 89, bro. A year fucking later. Okay. How the fuck right, did he do that? Yeah, then he got Michael Keaton to, to do play. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then he did after that. He did Edward Scissorhands. So from eighty eight to eighty nine to ninety, motherfucker was pumping him out, bro. How the fuck did he do that? 
Jeez, no way. All the big guys. All the big guys. All the big directors. I guess, made I guess those movies, movies weren't that big budgety or big. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Look at, look at Scott's career. Was look at Ridley Scott's yeah. career throughout the nineties. He oh, ripped yeah. movies a, out. Yeah. He was prolific. Yeah. Spielberg had mm-hmm. his run in the eighties and shit, where he was, mm-hmm. you know, fucking Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same goddamn year. Like, what the fuck? How did you do that? <laughs> uh-huh. What do you? How do you? What do you guys feel about Tim Burton as a director? Do you guys like him as? Yeah, I I saw the um the IMDb. What the fuck happened to him? And I tended to agree with. You know, his early career was unique and special and 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 he, he stuck with that and I think because there became enough Tim Burton imposters, essentially, he ended up just kind of making these mediocre movies for large studios. And a lot of them made a lot of money, but they weren't critically successful. Mm. And so like he did kind of mar his reputation a little bit, but I mean, dude his early stuff and even some of his later stuff I know that was popular like um what was one of the la- the later films that he made that was actually pretty good um so he he's kind of I, I feel like he's kind of been hit or miss late later in his career but a lot of his big like tentpole stuff the remake of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory I didn't care for mm-hmm. um I didn't care for the um what was the the what's the Mad Hatter and shit uh, didn't he make two of those Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Cinderella. Alice in Wonderland. Didn't he make two yeah. of them? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the first one did fucking crazy money. Bonkers money. Right, right, We're right. talking, I think, a billion mark, dude. Yeah, exactly, which was right. wild because right. people, yeah. So, and same thing, I think the, you know, I mean, man, the fucking Charlie. And he picked pick okay, the Okay, here we go. What? Box office, 200 million estimated, right, budget. Opening yeah. weekends, 116 million. That's Gross worldwide, weekend, yeah. a billion. <laughs> Yeah, it made a billion dollars. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah. Um, and you would think that that would be tailored to his direction, his style. This kind of dark, almost fantasy land. You know, again, Edward Scissorhands. It's almost like an, an alt dystopian future kind of thing. Um, you think that that and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory would be any? Some reason he didn't pull it off. You know, kind right. of thing. so. Tim Burton, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, I mean, Tim, Tim Burton, Burton. Uh, Johnny Depp. I meant to say, yeah. Johnny Depp. Oh yeah. yeah. But anyways, but anyways, so yeah, so just want to say, you know, rest in peace, Alan Arkin. We miss, you know, you your movies will live on, your characters will live on, so we could, we could, you know, yeah. always pop those movies in and see you again. So that's not, what do they say? It's not so long, or it's not goodbye. It's so long, or see you later, or something. Mm. I'm, I'm tired. I'm, <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> I can't. My brain don't work. Oh, it's Fourth of July. Fonzo's been drinking. What were those uh, Bud Light with the limes that you were drinking? A chalada. That's yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Kid Rock's favorite beer. All right. So, you guys ready for some homework? Yeah, let's do it. Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? We know that this is your homework. We know that this is your homework. You know. yeah. I feel like I didn't give Tony the opportunity to respond to your question about what did what did he think about Tim Burton's career. I figured no one cares. What do you mean, Tony? We don't care. <laughs> no one cares. No one gives a shit. Floor's all yours, sir. Uh, yeah, so I had to look it up because I don't remember who's, what his movies are. Uh, right. Kenny Dark the one that he makes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that you see I, his list. I mean, looking looking at this list of his of his directing, uh, I like his style. He has a very unique artistic style, and it shows yeah, in sure. everything he does. Um, yeah, Dumbo, 
Peregrine's home for oh, that's children. Right. He does. He does yeah, he did Wednesday. Uh, just going backwards. Big eyes. Frank and Weenie. Dark shadows. Alice in Wonderland. Big fish was talking. fucking good. Big fish. Yeah, love it was. Big fish as a movie, as well as like just the art, the artistic style of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. As a director, I like his look. the The look he creates um, seems very intentional and very unique. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Um, in terms of the the movies he catalog the right right the catalog but the 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 level of the movies the quality of the movies that he he makes um that seems like it's it's on the on the good side you know he's he's making dollars um yeah certainly he's i don't see a lot of his movies have made a lot of money over and even and i mean and i mean i'd i'd give him dollars right like i'm I'm not not just making money but i'd give him i I give him money these these are entertaining movies um that i would give dollars to um i've seen most of them so yeah i dig him as a director now tony would you give flame and hot a dollar oh yes (laughs) transition transition tony you didn't give him a sound or anything no, I just answered. <laughs> yes, I'd give it oh, a dollar. Right. He just was like, oh, okay. Done. Done. Mic drop. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, Harley. Way no, to, to be honest, what's, what's hilarious is you guys didn't hear it because the mic absolutely actually dropped, but because it dropped, it disconnected. The USB disconnected before it hit the ground. Um, oh, uh, no my way. mic stand just broke. <laughs> the arm that holds, holds <laughs> up my mic, it just broke. Like <laughs> just this moment? Yeah, like 10 minutes ago. Oh, it just shit. thunk. Yeah, what I, I was, yeah, yeah, you guys were talking and so I'm like, all right, I just won't talk. And so I'm, the, I'm holding my oh, mic now funny. in my hand. Yeah. So I can't really oh, type. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It just happened. That happened like, to me. That happened to me long time ago probably like i, I remember years. that i yeah. the same microphone yeah, i remember that and it broke yeah. on me and then i just taped it to the mic pole oh. i just grabbed some duct tape and taped it and it yeah. was like that for years <laughs> and then finally i bought uh, an actual mic holder yeah i would i would i don't want to risk it's got the at, at, at hands reach in the room i only have masking tape like uh the painter's blue right. tape like i don't know if i trust that on there yeah. so i'll have to yeah, wait until i get some duct tape or zip ties. That's the that's the real way now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I got the cheap mic holder that has the rubber bands to isolate it. So even if I and I've I've accidentally ninja kicked the shit out of that microphone before, and it didn't seem like you guys heard it too bad. So mm-hmm. yeah, those mics with the rubber bands work. No, mine mine it was mainly the it disconnected before it hit the ground. That's why you didn't hear shit. Oh, there you go. Like I went to adjust it. You guys never hear when I adjust it. I went to adjust it and right. it just went it just <laughs> just uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the plastic gets brittle over the years. Flaming hot, flaming hot. Fonzo, Fonzo picked flaming it. Flaming hot. Why? Why the fuck? Fonzo, you why did you pick this? Yeah, I was just like, one, I was fascinated because Evan Longoria directed it, and then I was like, curious. You know, I love me some flaming hot Cheetos. Like, you know, I'm curious about the, the story of how it got made, right? This is an inspiring true story of Richard Montanez, Montan Montanez, Montanez, who, as a Frito Lay janitor, disrupted the food industry by channeling his Mexican heritage to turn flaming hot Cheetos from a snack into an iconic global pop culture phenomenon. So yeah, like when's, when do you ever see a movie about fucking chips being made, right, or anything? Um, yeah, we get, I feel like we're going to rush of these movies that are... Yeah, uh, normally you see that shit in like documentaries, the, you know, like... like uh, right. The founding of some product. Right, like there's a show called uh, How It's Made, I think, and that's where I normally see this shit. 
You know, there's another mm. like mach- machine mm. marvels or Marvel machines or something like that, and you can see it, mm-hmm. it usually shows right, right. production lines. Um, and this felt like it was almost going to be one of those, but it was a it was a comedy, right? Uh, they threw in based on the true story. Well, you know, what's interesting. What was interesting is I experienced a lot of what he did working in the water bottling plant for years. How mm. you have these like you know, lines and you got people driving around in forklifts and people operating the machinery and people reading gauges and maintenance and janitors. Like I live that life. And so that like when they would kind of explain the, the culture around, like these are the bosses, these are the middlemen. I was like, yep, that's exactly right. Like that's exactly how it is. Really? Whether okay, it's a water bottling plan. Yeah. It's yeah. It is very accurate. I'm at that's least cool. the, in my experience. But, you know, I'm sure it's all pretty similar. These manufacturing plants that are, you know, kind of filled with low-skilled workers, but they, they do have to be, they do have to learn how to function and operate machinery that can be dangerous. And so you have, you can't be a complete incompetency. But, you know, we're told most people that work in these manufacturing plants are pretty, you know, low-skilled. Um, but you, and so you get some of these, the pol- the politicking and the dynamics and the hierarchy and the you know people with seniority this and people who want to run this machine and they don't want to run that machine or they want to work this shift or that shift stuff like that so so anyways I, that part it worked for me it was compelling when he starts working for Frito Lay because he's the new guy and I I went through that so that was cool right on so you related to the hardworking Mexican uh, yeah. man that working at the warehouse huh. Right, right. I was the hard-working honky trying to get paid. Um, yeah, yeah I, I liked the movie. I thought, you know, it was definitely kind of hits and beats that we've seen before. Um, somewhat predictable. And that was fine. You know, I didn't realize how true of a story it was. Um, you know, I, I just assumed that when he came up with the idea, they were going to fuck him over and take the idea and he'd get nothing. The fact that, that the CEO... Uh, what's his name? I can't think of the actor's name. Tony Tony Shalhoub. The fact that he did like promote him in real life to this high level right. um, was interesting to me. I, you know, what I had no idea was mm. that, and maybe you two could can confirm or deny how the flame and hot thing was such a Hispanic culture thing, and not just I. I don't know. I just saw flame and hot as hot Cheetos. I didn't know that it was I partly identifying with the Mexican heritage. I, I get it. You know, you guys are famous for your chilies and salsas and shit like that. So it would make sense. But I had no idea. So when I, I mean, popped in the movie, it, I didn't it know. It feels it like it became a, uh, a culture. It, like, we didn't give a shit about right. it at first, but all of a sudden everybody's eating it. And yeah, right. we like it. It's like it just, it just became a cultural, you know, American-Mexican thing. Right. I'm, I'm, I don't so, I have no idea if it's a, a thing in Mexico at all. Like, like, I don't know if the, has it spread there now, you know, 50 years later? No idea. Probably not. I don't know. Right. I'm curious. I feel like it's, I feel like it's, if anything, it's an Americanized, you know, it's like a Tex-Mex kind of thing. Um, but, but it started here in California. I mean, that's cool that it was such a, like a, um, which, you know, no surprise, obviously, the Hispanic population in California is, but, um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought um, he was his performance was good. I don't want to say a certain word because you know Tony might have some issues with a certain descriptive words I've used in the past. So I'm not me. No, use. I wouldn't give you shit about the words you use. <laughs> but, or how? But his, his correct performance was was 
serviceable, serviceable <laughs> performance. Mm-hmm. He was a likable family man. He loved mm-hmm. his kids. I thought that was compelling. That he did a good job with, you know, the relationship with his wife. I thought was was good. Um, I I enjoyed the dynamic and the depth that he had with his father, uh, Emilio Rivera. That was good. We've seen him in a bunch of stuff over the years. Um, so yeah, while it was kind of you know had some cliches and we've we've seen the tropes, um, it was still compelling and. Um, yeah, no, I had a, I had a, it's got a solid dollar for me. I had, I had a good time watching it. Right? Did anybody else get like uh like uh, from his wife like Angie vibes like like his his ride or die? Like she was like down for for everything <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> not enough. Mar- not enough. Yeah, uh, she... Marge voice. Oh, not of Marge. Yeah, that make that's true. Yeah. Not enough Marge voice. No, that was compelling. Yeah, I figured you know like um guy was just determined, you know, and uh, you know, he's experimenting, trying different different uh, spices just to get it going. He knew, he's like, yo, once I get to my Mexican brothers, man, I know this is going to work. Like, Because it was weird, like, when he finally, they do finally get on the shelf and they tried it, nobody liked it, right? Nobody even tried it. Um, so right. I thought it was going to be a fail, but um, yeah, it's crazy how, like, other products, too, also have that flaming Hot, you know, name behind it, so I'm pretty sure they get a piece oh, my, of it. My wife's right? a huge fan of the Takis. Oh yeah. With. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Crew hit me up. Hey, can you bring some takis home? <laughs> oh, but this movie was fun. Yeah, man. It's super lighthearted. You know, um, the, the husband and wife, they work great together. And, uh, um, it was cool. You know, what was cool too was, was, um, the, the Allstate guy. <laughs> What's his name? Dennis Hayes. Oh, the black you know? guy. Right, yeah. right. The, yeah. guy, the guy that should have kept working in the kitchen instead of leaving the kitchen. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's, that's what I always know him for. Is he? Yeah. What was his name, though? What was his name? Oh. I yeah, remember Daniel's name. Neil could go, hey, Neil, what's going on? Yeah. I'd yeah. have to look it up, which I'm going to do right now. Donald. That's it, huh? Damn. It was Donald Breeden. Okay. Neil, Neil McCauley. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neil McCauley. And Vincent Hanna. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, but no, Flaming Hot was good, man. It was fun. I, like I said, I uh, had a good time with it. I recommend it. I give it a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, at first, I know I Definitely said Definitely gave me the... What did it give you? Oh, go ahead. Did it give you heartburn? <laughs> oh, it, gave me, it gave me the munchies after I watched it. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so what was, uh, yeah, so when I first started it, I was like, oh, it's super cringe. It's super, super cringe. And eventually it just grew on me. I was like, you know what? This, this guy's pretty, he's charismatic. And, uh, and it's, it's a comedy, but, but it's a feel good. And I was like, you know what? This is, I think this is just going to be a feel good, feel good movie. Um, so accept the cringe, whatever, you know, it is funny, you know, it, it, it gets, it gets some laughs out of me. So, uh, it ended up, yeah, it was, it was, it was a solid feel good movie. Uh, at one point I was like, Laney and look at Laney and I look at each other. Like, is it, is someone going to, is someone going to get shot? Is someone like, is, is someone mm-hmm. like, is something bad going to happen? Right. You know, it's, uh, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, I don't think there is the vibe that you get from the movie is that it's just a feel good movie. Um, so that was cool. Uh, that was, I think that's the, the biggest selling point for me is that it was, we don't get a lot of these feel good movies that are end to end feel good. Just a little bit of, you know, tension in the middle, but, um, so give her credit for that. And, and I did the scenes, get the cringe. And, and, too. This, mm, I and, did. Right? Right, right. There are certain scenes that are just cringy, but my absolute favorite scenes are when the white guys are acting out and we got the Mexican voiceover. 
the Spanish voiceover. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Awesome. So good. Oh, that is so good. white dudes in, in suits. Yeah. Yeah. You know damn well they had a good time making that fucking thing. You know what it reminds me of yeah. is uh, DJ Shadow song. Um, DJ is with Run the uh, Run the Jewels. Run the Nile. Fuck. Run the Jewels sounds Dude. good. Yeah, pull that video up to that, and it's a cool like it's a bunch of like old rich dudes at a board, and they're like fighting each other over the rapping. It's really, what? really. I mean, I know it's a terrible podcast, but <laughs> what's that the up. song? Play that. That's my jam of the week. It's a fun song too. What's the song? A nobody speak. Nobody speak. There it is. Oh yeah, I've seen this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this. Yeah, it, it reminds me of that. Wow, this was six years ago? I feel like I watched this just a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, this thing's, this thing's a good song. Picture this, I'm a bag of dicks, put me to your lips, I am sick. I will punch a baby bear in his shit, give me lip. I'm gonna send you to the yard, get a stick, make a switch. I can end the conversation real quick, I am crap. I ain't lying. Yeah, and it's like the other white guy now, now rapping. <laughs> But he's all serious <laughs> and intense. Right. Yeah, that's good shit. But yes, yeah. that on like steroids in this movie was super, super intense. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah that was fun. That was fun. So uh, I, I just, I, I pulled up, uh, I typed in the, the see if hot Cheetos are popular in Mexico. Uh, yeah. And what I got was some, some tea that the, his story may not be real. That he did not end up inventing the actual flame and hot Cheetos. He did go from being a janitor to marketing, like he says in his book. But there's some contention out there of people saying he didn't invent it. He didn't actually invent it. So that's oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, that's don't feel good anymore, motherfucker. It, <laughs> right, it okay. was very, it was very convenient. You know, like it was the right. hard up and coming right. worker and. And he, you know, a broken home in his early life, and then him and his wife, like, and his kids, like, mixed all the chili powder together and came up with this concoction. It, it, right, like you were saying, right. it, it felt too good to be true in a sense. Uh-huh. So the fact that it might, it might have taken some historical liberties wouldn't be that big of a surprise. Yeah, but besides that drama, it, it was a good movie. Yeah, it's, it worked. I certainly didn't like. I was thinking about it when. Um, I was explaining what movie you... I was like, oh, excuse me, sorry. You look back at a movie that you saw a week or two ago, and you're like, yeah, that was good. Like, it it left kind of a a mark with you. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll talk about the extra credit here in a minute. And um, I had a somewhat different experience watching the extra credit. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, it left a good taste in my mouth, kind of thing. That's good. Right on. So you give it a dollar, too? Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. Now, uh, I, I don't know that I mentioned it to the audience, but I do not have the score sheet in front of me, so we're going to have to figure that some other time. <laughs> so somebody, somebody out there, figure out how many points Tony and Art have, and uh, I think I think they're tied, right? Aren't they tied at fifty? Both have fifty points. <laughs> yes, me and Art have fifty points. Yeah. So. He says, yeah. Uh, yep, he said, yep, he sure did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we only have one call tonight, so this should be easy. 
Record keeping. Okay. Easy record keeping. Yes. Okay. The fuck? Hey, is this thing on? <laughs> okay. Oh, well, hey, what's up, fool? <laughs> this is fucking fat girl coming from seven six zero on in my pits for this fucking week. And before I get started, can I just fucking address something really quick? Uh oh. Can somebody tell Art to fucking tone it down, please? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. We can fucking hear you, man. You're right on the fucking phone. Always screaming. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. I don't fucking care. Fucking scream it up, Paul. Scream hey, it up. Yeah, there you go. You're fucking on the bad boy's motherfucking podcast. Hey. So, speaking of, let's fucking get to it. I'm gonna fucking call in my pick. Fucking flaming hot. Oh, the fucking chip on the So, you know. <laughs> What we're going to say about this movie is, I mean, I, I fucking dig my hot Cheetos and shit, but I don't know, I'm hearing all the fucking, fucking shit that this isn't exactly fucking accurate, and I don't fucking dig that shit. You're going to fucking represent, become fucking, come correct, come fucking 100, you know what I mean? Pero, you know, she's fine, she's fine, la fucking Eva Longoria, she's fucking, fucking gets a pass. Anyway, so, what I was going to say was, was that uh, Fonzo, he's going to give it a dollar, of course. Um, fucking MCP, maybe a fucking load order, I don't know. Eh, también fucking Harley, well, no. Uh, Harley's gonna give it a dollar away. Yeah. And then... There you go. Maximum points. There you go, kids. That's how you do it. She's back oh, yeah. for two weeks and she's already fucking knocking him out the park. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's how you she remind me of the chick, the wife in the movie? See? <laughs> right. She did have that chola... <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but she just That's where that, Tony that, was talking about the cringiness kind of of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um the lighting the candle constantly and all that stuff and let's pray in the, right. in the post office. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Uh I'm curious what Angie's saying that is uh not coming correct in this movie. Yeah, I wonder what part is not accurate or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well thanks for calling in. You're the only one called yeah, in. Calling in. She gets an extra point for being the only one too. Oh shit, that's right. She gets extra points, she gets the accent, she gets the four points for getting everything right, dude. She just oh. had like a six point day. Damn. Yeah. Well that's awesome. Right. Way to go. Nice. Yeah, where's Arden? Fucking Reed didn't call in either one of them. Crazy. Crazy. Did they lose a point for not calling? No. She gets another bonus point for being the first caller. <laughs> a lot of points you gotta write down. <laughs> Too many. <sighs> All right. What else we got? Oh, right. Who picked this? You're saying something there? Hey, who chose the? He was like, yeah. He's like, who chose the? Get time for extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh... Extra credit. Fuck yeah. yeah, so I, I chose this. Um, and I think I remember why I chose this. Did you, the, that kennel where he got the dog? Right. That's fucking fun, John. That's my parents' kennel. Bare, down uh, in San Diego. Yeah. Well, they literally filmed, oh, that would make sense because it, it, you right. clearly it was filmed in San Diego. They filmed in San Diego. Right. How many but, kennels would there have been? And that filmed. is the kennel oh, that's so way back in the day. Yeah. Like we were watching mm-hmm. it. 
and I was like, that's the fucking kennel. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, and like the same, huh? I was like, yeah, I'm like, like I recognize the structure of it. The paint's different. Like, and there's certain rooms mm-hmm. that are different, but I'm like, nobody else has the guillotine doors set within inside, outside runs like that. Nobody does. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and Lenny's like, ah, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. It's the kennel. It's the kennel. I was like, and then there's another scene, uh, with a warning sign on the gate. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. the fucking warning sign at the Bonchon. <laughs> and then, then they show the parking lot i was like yep that's it that's it and then she's like okay yeah no i've seen i've seen fawn john then that looks exactly like fawn john so uh i don't know but i'm i'm i know i ta- i asked my mom about it she's like yeah we knew that we knew that so i was like okay that must be why it's in my brain is that they watched it at some point and i was watching it with them but i must have been too young to remember all the details right because I, I like i don't i didn't remember that was the the kennel was in the movie um because it was a surprise when i saw it and i didn't remember much of the movie <laughs> regardless like, yeah. <laughs> the, i do what i do remember is the fucking dog uh and just the, the dog itself like the dog being like uh all smart smart alex shitting in the closet uh going to pound town with uh, <laughs> miss poodle with the, the shaved beak <laughs> like right. like all the little <laughs> things that the dog did like, i was like, that i remember uh, but nothing else. I don't remember any other plot or anything. Uh, so I guess I was just a fan of the dog. Uh, exactly. yeah. But, but yeah, so the, yeah, Joe's canine with uh, Belushi. Which Belushi is this? James Belushi. Um, and, uh, <laughs> the one that's still alive. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so where's the, to stop an elusive criminal, a maverick detective enlists the aid of a police dog who's an unusually intelligent smart aleck. Uh, yeah, another cringy movie. Like, uh, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> like, it's cringe. Uh, but it was a comedy of the, of the day, right? Um, like, he's just, right. he's like, there's no way a guy would get away with the shit that this guy does. Like, he goes and steals a criminal's credit card and goes and buys a car oh. with the credit card, buys all the insurance with it, and then rams the car into the building that there's like 10 cop cars with their guns <laughs> trained on it. And said, okay, I got the guys for you. It's like, come on, that's so stupid. Uh, so I had so many moments. I was like, yeah, this is so stupid, but, um, it's a comedy. And I'm like, I, I finally just forget. I just, all right, turn the brain off. Just, just let it be dumb. Uh, and let's see if it's still entertaining. Um, and I guess I'm just a fan of the dog because I was entertained. What about y'all? Oh, Fonzo, oh. you too. What's that? What? Did you enjoy the movie too? Yeah, dude. I, 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 I get a kick out of these kind of movies, man. <laughs> I'm a sucker for them, man. It's just fun. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I just dig these. Um, they're just fun. I mean, it's lighthearted. I mean, come on. It's lighthearted. It reminds me of um, uh, Clean Eastwood with uh, the fucking orangutan. Oh, man, oh I can, right. I can watch that. Too. My dad used to watch that all the time, and just it would make him laugh so fucking hard. I'd never seen him laugh so hard. Every. In the fucking Every movie, so but loose or something. That's like that. the one, yeah, dude. The fucking orangutan would flick people off, and he he right. would think that's the funniest thing in the world, <laughs> and it make me laugh because he would laugh, right? And he's like, "Yeah, pinchy jungle," and just fucking you know flicking him off, and you know I just thought it was a riot. So, kind of remind me of that. And then uh, so watching this was like the same, you know. I mean, it's like I mean, look at that fucking and German shepherds are already smart dogs, anyways. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, so to them for them acting and and you know and um being able to pick up scenes like when he's like scolding him in the car you know and he's like covering his face like yeah, he, yeah. you know he fucked up <laughs> i mean dude, how per- like you can see the eyes on that dog i mean he's like a better actor than some fucking movies <laughs> i see man you know what i mean so um uh yeah it's, it's cool it was filmed in sd but i thought that was pretty neat you know um 
yeah, I, 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 I remember seeing Turner and Hooch, but maybe only one. So I wonder if this one got overshadowed because that one did better. I'm oh, not sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, and I didn't like well, this one did just fine because it spawned two sequels. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I also just enjoyed two because I remember like seeing Tony's dad work and uh, and, and train dogs. So I always had that kind of like um, visuals too when I was younger. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and always like uh, I just always liked the you know the dogs that or the cops that had the canine. You know, um, I, I even I even like the the letter K and the number nine. Like you know, it's like. I know the word K nine for dog, but it just it looks cool in the cop car K in the nine. I don't know, I, yeah, it's just it's stupid. But um, and I love seeing the towns back then. You know, like nothing looks like that anymore, right? It was simpler times. The, you know, the nostalgia. Versus the, yes, that shit always gets me. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I I'm watching. I'm just, I'm just digging it. I don't know. Like I wasn't. You know, it's just uh I don't know. It seems like Harley to like, I don't know. I'm getting I'm guessing they Harley hated I, this. Yeah, yeah, I had a terrible time with it. It was Oh, boring. This guy's got two dogs too, man. Come on, man. Well, I love dogs. I love dogs. Um, you know, the the the, the voiceover. It's like Slippy Doo level fucking. <laughs> like, it's so fake. And there was even, what's funny was they even caught themselves. Where and I'm sure this happens in a lot of movies when a dog barks, right? They'll yeah. they do post work that you could, it's clearly like a, a bigger dog or you know because the scene where he's talking and the dog is barking at him and you can tell it's actual audio from the dog, it has a much higher pitch bark and it's non threatening completely. And then later, We're complaining early about movie, a later fucking movie, bark on the wow. dog <laughs> and the yeah. audio. And the scene—I mean, you're you're pulling cut hairs right here at this point, bro. Like, what are we talking Dude, about? I'm telling you, that was just one example of <laughs> yeah. Was the, the movie, was the engine in the like... car not the right size for for the classic <sighs> the classic Mustang? Oh yeah, it it, it didn't sound like a forty four C block fucking twin turbo twenty four cab bell fucking car. So I stopped watching the 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 uh, Fast and Furious the, movies. No, I it's just dumb, and it's like. He, you know right, what I mean? Like when he was right. getting a, like when he was getting smart, a, uh, though. he was washing the dog in the car wash. Like the whole premise <laughs> oh, of the stupid. movie, he's, it's not meant to be smart. It was never meant to be smart. Well, I know. And I was never meant to like it. Yeah. Are you saying there's no dumb movies we, that you like? No, sure. Of course, there's plenty of dumb movies that I like. Like, what else? Jim Belushi. Oh, remember Jim Belushi? He was in, um, What's that stupid ass movie that Tony or Art loves so much with Arnold Schwarzenegger and the 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 toy, um, Jingle All the Way? Yeah, he's in that <laughs> yeah. too. And like, you look at his IMDb and you're like, he was in a lot well, of shit. I worked with him in that, that other Arnold know. movie though, Red Heat. And what? Sorry, Red Heat. Oh right, right. I don't remember that Arnold one. Was the Russian? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've seen that one like when I was a kid or something. I have, I'll have to go back and rewatch that one. Um, I, I, Jim Belushi's career never never struck it for me, um, and so I never cared for his sort of bit that he does. Like it's like he's playing himself kind of thing, um, and it just doesn't register for me. And and he's you know he's always talking shit to the dog, and then the dog gets over on him, and then he gets over on the dog, and then he's like he's got the girl who's really not that attractive, sadly. Um, and 
I was just like, yeah, it's just a really hard time with the movie. There's and then the, like the bad guy is so bad. It's he looks like Trump with the fucking hair. It's like it was so wow. fucking silly, wow. so hard to. Yep, too bad. Arlie's in it died. It did have a <laughs> oh, very no. like. Oh, it did it. It did have a very um, underwhelming uh, ending. So yeah, no, I give it. I give it a waste of time. Solid waste mm-hmm. of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I will not be watching K nine one one or K nine PI. Oh, so you say? Unless it's the homework. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is true. All right, so we got a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. And a couple of dollars. I'd buy that, that dollar. And maybe I just have a soft spot for dog movies, so that could be a thing too. Let's see if Angie uh, mm-hmm. can guess it. Yeah. Back in for the extra credit. Uh-oh. Canine. She's keeping the same accent for the extra mm-hmm. credit, so no extra point. Fine. So, on this one, I remember saying this way back in the fucking day, like when I was fucking chiquita and shit. So, <laughs> I don't fucking remember none of this. And Harley's right. I start fucking watching these movies, especially since I have time. But, uh, real quick, I'm going to say a fucking certified Donaldo on this shit, because the Belushis are fucking funny. So, that's my picks. There you go. Arato, I'll see you later. Fucking peace out. Bad boys for life, eh? Yeah. Yo, you, you, I want to hear Marge with that cholo accent. Holy crap. Oh my God. I want a hybrid. I want both. I want, I want her to mix them both. Oh. Extra points? How many extra points? Uh, ten. Yo, that'd be five points for sure. Yeah. That's a five point. Bonus right? point right there. If you mm-hmm. can, if you can accurately pull off the Mexican Marge, that would be amazing. Yep. Right? Dude, now we need to cast the real live action Mexican. Like, uh, you know, uh, what's his name would be Homer. No, because he's I don't know. He's oh man, you you had it. You were you, you were right there with a solid idea, and then <laughs> just yep. like, on it. No, I was just trying oh, to no. think of who the actors would be that could play like. The most famous Amer- American Mexican actors that are the age groups, you know, for the Simpsons. Anyways, yeah, yeah I, I think it'll be Salma Hayek would play her. Oh, well, that would certainly be, no, Marge. because Salma Hayek's sexy. <laughs> Marge Mar- is Mar- you don't find Marge sexy? Excuse yeah, me. What the fuck? No, not at all. No. You just seen no, that tight no, dress? No, 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 no. I'm missing out. Yeah. Anyways, I got homework. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fast enough. Wait, who's uh, the Mexican Homer? So, did you figure it out? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like um, Luis Guzman. Right. Nailed it. Good job. He, well, he, and he's getting there up there in age too. So they yeah. have to like Homer mm-hmm. was like 42 for mm-hmm. 25 years, <laughs> and Bart never left the fucking. Or Maggie, you know, she had the pacifier in her mouth forever. Right. <laughs> for fucking 25 years. Yeah. Oh, you could, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Guzman could be the drunk guy at the bar. Oh uh, yeah, Barney. Yeah, that's true. Barney. That's true. Luis Guzman could be him. Yeah. Anyways, oil that chair, would you? Uh, I'm picking Extraction Two is the homework. Oh shit! Yeah, I wanted to see that. Right. I, like, really I remember enjoyed the first, the first one. one. Yeah. But but I was also telling telling you to begin a cast. So I'm kind of getting mindless action movie fatigue too right uh, like either one of us could finish the John Wick movie and and I'm 
I'm afraid that I might feel the same way about this one, but we'll find out. Oh boy. So. What about we'll find out then, huh? Joke? Yeah, let's do it. What, what do you got for extra credit? Is it me? Yeah, I don't know. Don't, yes. Don't. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's found it. I looking at earlier that I wanted to choose. I was going to make it Jaws, but it was 4th of July. But 4th of July would be gone by then. Um, was I looking at? Was I just looking at that? I was like, this would, this would be a good one. Mm, I was watching that Arnold talk, but we just watched another one. Mm, what's coming What's coming out um, in the theater? You got Indiana Jones, right? Well, that wouldn't be extra credit. No, I know, but I'm trying to think of it in, in that in that realm. Oh, they're all sequels, so you you just want oh, Mission Impossible. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like an early Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Oh, they were talking about in the dog too, like Stallone and Ren and, and uh, Arnold had a nice little rivalry going in the '90s. You know, mm-hmm. sure. Their movies, yeah. So, um, damn, but I had one. Oh shit! I did see it. Uh, we already we've already talked to death about it, but um, uh, Cruz has been playing the game Injustice, and uh, it's got the Ninja Turtles in it, and he's been playing as a turtle. So I'm like, hey, we should watch the original movie. So we watched that. Yes, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, nice. So that was cool. Yeah. So, but you guys remember the second one at all? The second TMNT. Yeah. Oh yeah. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Secret of the Ooze. Okay. I just wondered if you had seen if you guys watched that one as much as the first one. Oh, uh, not much, but I've certainly seen the second one a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, is, I'd, I'd say know. it's about even for me. Is it? Oh, yeah, because wow. I remember I had both. Okay, because that new one's coming out, so I was thinking, right, I wonder, you know, how's right, that right. going to be? So I haven't seen the third one much. Oof, yeah, that doesn't count. Mean Dude, I, oh yeah, I don't think anyone I watched it much. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you used to watch that one. Well, man, I'll have to get back to you guys on that. I can't, I just can't remember what I had when I wanted to watch. Hmm. Oh, speaking of, speaking of, uh, the bear, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but Ayo Edebiri, the bear, she plays April O'Neil's voice in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, Rose Byrne is in it, playing Leatherhead. Yeah, Jackie she plays Chan. Leatherhead. Yeah, Jackie Chan is Splinter. Of voices, Rose Byrne, Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, John Seth Cena. Seth Rogen is uh, Carlo Esposito. And John Cena is Ice what? Cube. What? Ice Cube plays Superfly. Maya Rudolph. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's going to be good. What an amazing list of voice actors. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this Natasia Demetrius. Oh, I recognize her from something. Anyways. Um, uh,. Okay, so you'll have to get back with us. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Or we can do. So, cool. All right, well, what else? We got extra weekends? Yeah, man. Well, we were gone next last weekend, so we had this for schedule. Right, right, yeah. We had, we had something going on, which actually worked out. Although today's, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to record on Sunday. What I have? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I had kind of a dramatic weekend. I guess I'll go first, since you guys are not jumping on the boat. So, um... I'm uh, recording from the RV in my my buddy Schwab's driveway. He's got a big, big chunk of property. Me and Mazzy are uh, taking a little break from the the Martin Van Elfen household. So, little little trouble trouble in trouble in on my on my side of the 
Oh, whatever. Wait, what? So we're me and me and Mazzy left, and we're we're living in the RV for for the foreseeable future. I don't know how long. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I mean, me and Chris are going through some some troubles. So. Oh man, I just saw a video of you guys fucking building shit in some college class. Build some tool shit. Oh right, the the um. The construction class, yeah, 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 we took that construction class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, build a shed. That See, cool. I can't, I can't trust anything on the internet anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. Chris took a new job at COS. It's really high stress, and and she has a tendency to take her stress out on us, and and she, she's she's uh, so it's 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 been a challenge. So. So yeah, oh, sorry we're, to hear we're, that. Yeah, sorry we're chilling at my buddy Schwa's house. So they've they've taken us in. So we, I didn't have to work today. I didn't have to work on Sunday. Um, so we've been here just two days. Um, but um, uh, but it's been cool. We've been hanging out with them, and uh, they're the people I house sat for, and he dog sits with us. And I used to work with him. Yeah, and he's he does the same thing I do basically, mm-hmm. and um, so he's been really really supportive and. Um, so we did we did Fourth of July with them this year. So we went to the to the lake and hung out with them. And then um, were you able to have a t- good time still? Like, were you able to enjoy yourself? Yeah, no, we've had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No stress. Okay. Just okay. chill. You know, had tri-tip sandwiches for dinner. So can't complain with that, right? Hey. So, um, so yeah. So no stress. Okay. Well, that's kind of all right. We gotta <laughs> like, yeah, gotta follow uh, follow to that. Yeah, follow that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> what did we do last weekend? Um, we did anything? I'm having technical difficulties. Jack, Jack, can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm losing you guys. I'm cutting, cutting in. Hello, hello. Uh oh. Well, we're Jack, wrapping Jack, up. Can you? Yeah. You, oh. Yes. Yeah. I was just saying. Anybody else have anything this weekend? Oh yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just talking. Um, I was trying to think. Yeah, we didn't do anything last weekend. Yeah, today we just had a uh, annual water balloon fight. And, yeah, uh, I saw that. Had, had a potluck. Yeah, um, yeah. Fuck, that was so much fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did that for twelve years now. It's crazy. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, we did that. That was fun. And then had a potluck. Then we watched some fireworks. And then, dude, Mister Americano, bro, this motherfucker had a the, the baggy pants. That were the American. Remember those those pants uh, that people, those old school dudes used to work out all the time. Those big gecko pants, the hammer yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah. I think I think your dad yeah, was yeah. fond of them, Tony, back in the day. Oh, uh, yep. I think he always had a pair. Yep. Um, this dude, this this dude had American flag one. He rolls up with his kid. He's like, "You guys see the fireworks from here?" We're like, "Yeah, we always stand here every year and watch them." We're like, oh, okay. You guys, mind if we play some music? No. This big ass fucking JBL portable speaker blasting music. Blasting uh, just one country ass song where he's like the lyrics was like, um, "My dad lost his eye in the war, but he always had American flag out the uh, outside his house, never missed it." There's some funny shit, but then there was another song where he's like, "I'm a Taliban man" or something like, "What the fuck?" And he goes, to, <laughs> then he goes from that to Katy Perry's firework, and then he goes to uh, some guy playing the guitar for the national anthem, and then he I think he finished it off with uh, "My My My." Uh, Miss American Pie, that song, you know. Oh, oh then yeah, Bruce Springsteen yeah. oh, too. Right. Yeah, the motherfucker was just playing all the hits, right? <laughs> all of those missing was a real American by fucking Hogan. It would have been awesome. Um, but he's just sitting there doing jam with his fucking American pants and uh, <laughs> playing some music. He's like, you guys don't mind? We're like, no, man. 
get the soundtrack for the for the evening. It's fucking awesome. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, but uh, what did I do last week? Did I do anything this weekend? No. Um, no. Oh man, just chill. I can't. I, if I did, I can't. I didn't do much, but yeah, I can't think of it. But yeah, just chill. Bye, you, Tony. Uh, yeah, so I went back on the calendar. It looks like, uh, Saturday we hung out with, um, we went to a winery with, uh, Lainey's half-sister. Um, so that was interesting because mm. Lainey doesn't like wine <laughs> <laughs> and they just played country music. <laughs> like, oh, uh, they, 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 and we got to the place, uh, Sarah had like, uh, she had a reservation for a little table that had like a little fire pit in it so that when it got dark, you know, you know, it wouldn't get cold, blah, blah, blah. And we get there and the country music just blasting and the table's right up front. And they're just Ooh. like, nope, 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 we're not doing this. Nope, we're going to another winery. <laughs> we just went to another winery. So it's like, okay. Really? Yeah. We oh, just wow. totally bounced. We walked in there. Like everybody watched us just leave. Like, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Were you on Temecula or something? Oh, yeah. Out in Temecula. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a million wineries out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, uh, then she's like, all right, we'll just go to the, the good, the one that we've been to before. Um, so we went there and it was, it was a pretty good time. They, um, they had a food truck, Devilicious and wood fired pizza. Mm. Um, and they had some more modern rock, uh, band playing there. Um, so that was fun. Uh, Lainey brought her flask full of tequila. Uh, <laughs> cause nice, we nice. knew, we knew we weren't going to drink, be drinking, or at least she wasn't drinking wine. I was drinking wine mm-hmm. and beer. I was drinking everything. Um, <laughs> and then at some point, um, like, I had to get everybody to dance. So I go on the dance floor and bring Lainey out and bring the people, bring everybody to dance. So it was kind of cool. Uh, it was just pretty chill. Just, just did that. That was on Saturday. And mm. then, uh, Sunday, Monday, we just relaxed because we knew today was going to be a hectic day for my yeah. sister's gender reveal party. Uh, so he helps it all up then. Yeah, absolutely. We, we okay. started working at like nine in the morning and uh and yeah we were ready by like around noonish noonish one o'clock um so yeah so we were definitely helping set up all the tables on clean this clean that uh one of the interesting things i had to do before anybody arrived was uh take care of the um squirrel trap that my dad had out in the yard there was <laughs> three squirrels in it one of them was oh. dead uh yeah so oh, one of them fun. yeah one of them was dead and there was two squirrels and they were just trapped in there and they're like um I was like well, so what do I do with it and they're like well, well normally we take them to, across town and release them I'm like oh, <laughs> well I'm not gonna do that <laughs> like, yeah, release this guy in a while yeah, I'm like I'm a, but don't worry I'm gonna release them from their suffering. And I just popped him in the back of the head with a rifle and just put him out of the misery. <laughs> I was oh, like, damn. Yeah. I just like, I'm not, I, there's not, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just popped him through. It's really hardcore over cold, here. But, <laughs> yeah, just the squirrels are like, cool, we're just going to get dropped off over here and then we'll come back to the house. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Today. If we drop off, any, they're just going to come back and make holes, uh, the, the, the continue making the holes under the pool that's like cracking and falling apart. So I'm like, no, nope, no. Nope. Yeah, it's cold blooded. That's hey, I, that, I used to do that as a kid, thirteen years old. That's what I would do. I'd take care of gophers, yeah, snakes. Yeah, you were a kid back then. Squirrels. <laughs> well, as an adult, I can still do it. Well, that's what he's sensitized to. Him. He's it's, it's that much yeah. Easier it it was definitely that. a moment of like, this is for your own good, guys. 
Sorry, I know, I'm, I know I'm scary with this big old rifle <laughs> right next to you, but, and then pop, and then I'm like, there, uh, yeah, I know, I know this sucks. Okay, now you're dead. <laughs> like, it was like, it's like, fuck. I was like, all right, now I gotta do it to the other one. I can't. Uh, Is that how, isn't that how serial, serial killers start? That's how we start. Well, no, I was like, I was putting them out of their misery. That's, that's the way all I saw right. it. Uh, no, I mean it's it's we've had this weird uh, turtle pock or not turtle frog apocalypse in the last weirdly uh, like <laughs> week. Um, so we I wake up in the mornings and I'll go outside and there'll be thousands of these little baby frogs jumping whoa, around in the grass. Whoa. Thousands of them, mm. and, and and you can't <laughs> and you can't like walk anywhere without stepping on them because oh. there's so many of them, oh. and there's oh, these little harmless baby turtle or i keep saying turtles um frogs and like uh, the 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 grass is getting long and i was like oh shit we i gotta get mad and then i was was like oh wait no we can't do that we we literally killed ten thousand fucking babies luckily they're not big enough to make that noise but you can hear them shuffling through the grass Can you get a lawnmower sound on that? Get a blender sound? <laughs> Squash him. Right. So, no, we didn't. I didn't have her mo. Uh, you know, so. But the, you ever seen that movie them. Frogs with Sam Elliott? <laughs> no, I did not see that. Um, what I was going to say is they, they'll come into the house. They'll sneak into the house, but they immediately dehydrate. They die. And so all you see is these, like, as soon as they die, they, they dehydrate. They turn into, like, they look like beef jerky. Like they get half Damn. the size, and they're just these like perfect little miniature beef jerky frogs. <laughs> and you just find them throughout the house. It's like, oh my god, mm, yummy! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Tony laughs at his own drops. Because he never knows what's gonna happen. Man. I never know exactly. What's gonna so the poster it. for Frogs the movie it's got a frog in there it's got a human's hand in it like he just ate a he just ate a human what the fuck um, yeah. just like that look at the oh. picture and hear that sound the poster says today the pond tomorrow the world the world yes it's the day it's the, na- it's the day that nature strikes back frog from 2020 That's awesome well 1972 72 72 look at that poster Harley. look at that picture Harley's fucking <laughs> What's it called? The frog or frog no, or what? frogs? Just frogs. Frogs. Uh, Nineteen seventy-seven. Look at that poster. Oh my goodness! Tomorrow the world. A group of helpless victims celebrate a birthday on the island estate, crawling with killer amphibians, <laughs> birds, insects, and reptiles. <laughs> four point four on IMDb. Battle toads. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Yeah. Well, there you go, kids. Wow. Maybe we'll pick that on the homework for next week. Hey. The nature run amok. You see, let's watch frogs or anaconda. Right? Are you assigning it for extra credit? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're doing frogs or anaconda. What do you guys want? Big ass snake? Anaconda. That's that. That that's more of an extra credit because we've seen that. Okay. And I've only seen it one time. Oh wow. Yep. Okay. There's an ice cube in that one. Yeah. And then uh, there's a bunch of people we we know. Uh, what's your yeah. name? Um, You'll see it. Yeah, him and her and that. <laughs> him and her and that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 1997. <laughs> it was directed by that one, like, guy or girl. <laughs> yeah. And, 
It was made that one year where they yeah. made the other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you can't breathe, you can't scream, the cover says. It'll take your breath away. Anaconda. Cool. I'm excited I haven't seen that in so long. I love nature run mud movies. Cool. Well, I think that's it, right, fellas? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right here, it's episode 648 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Hopefully everyone's safe. Hopefully all your fingers are still intact in your hands. You didn't blow them all off. Oh, yeah. I've been your boy Fawn said we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life.